Hello and welcome to episode 164 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. They're coming to your show and they're taking time out of their day to come and spend a couple of minutes with you, sometimes an hour. That is, I mean, that is something to appreciate, right? Because we are, with our time, depending on what our lives is like, um, is, is very... Um, time is very valuable. Well, hello, welcome to episode 164 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. And in today's episode, we're talking about how you can boost your engagement with branding. And I've got the fabulous Anna and Fulgens on. Let's get on with it right now. Welcome to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Helping you level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of confident live video. Optimize your mindset and communication and increase your confidence in front of the camera. Get confident with the tech and gear. And get confident with the content Content and marketing. marketing. Together, we can go live! Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Confident Live Marketing Show. This is the show where we help you level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of Confident Live video. Now, we've talked a little bit about engagement and a little bit about branding before on the show, but we haven't really combined the two. And Aaron Fulgens, my guests today, are experts in this. They do amazing things. I've loved watching their shows on Ecamm. And so we're going to be talking about that today. But just to let you know, Next week, we're going to be doing a week on Web 3.0. What on earth is that? Oh my goodness, we're getting all geeky. Well, we are going to be talking about Web 3.0. I'm going to be giving you my thoughts, a skeptic's guide to what Web 3.0 is. And then on Thursday, I've got a guest. We've got a lawyer called Mitch Jackson talking about Web 3.0 and the metaverse. So the future is here. It's all kind of like weird stuff, but this is stuff that um, I know a lot of people are talking about in the marketing space. So I thought it was time that we looked at it here on the Confident Live Marketing Show. But enough of all of that. It is time to bring in my special guests for today, who are Anna Gill and Fulgence Henry. They are co-hosts for two live shows for Ecom Live, the Ecom Network News, that's ENN, where they update the community on what is happening in the world of Ecom Live, and Building Blocks, where they teach how to design professional-looking graphics using Ecom Live. Welcome to the show, Anna and Fulgence. It's great to have you here. <laughs> Welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. I, I've, as I said, I've, I love your shows. You know, it's funny talking about branding and talking about the technical side of things. Like you were talking about LUTs the other day. That does, that should not be an interesting topic, but it is. You make it so much fun with your smiles and your laughter as well. And I just love what you do and uh, the attention to detail and taking things to the next level. So I'd love to know, how did you get into all of this? To give us a little kind of potted history of how you got into what you're doing today. Okay. So, all right. Well, there's so many things that we're doing today, right? But yeah. when it comes to branding and designing, we got into it one fine day. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and finish it. <laughs> well, um, you know, especially during the, the pandemic, you know, Anna was doing her thing and I was doing my thing. And we, we got introduced to Ecamm probably around the same time, right? Mm-hmm. April 2020. We actually were looking at the days we introduced the Ecamm. You you did it first and mm-hmm. then I signed you up. Joined, you joined afterwards, like right? two days later. And then, you know, of course, you know, we became part members of the amazing Ecamm Live community and also... Uh, 
the Doc Rocks Let's Get Live VIP group. But for myself, I was not, you know, in front of the camera. I was behind the camera doing productions for, you know, other entities. And Vlogmas season came around in December. Uh, and I started getting the FOMO because I'm just just so moved by all these amazing content creators doing their thing in front of the camera. And I said, like, you know what? Let me give it a shot. So this was December 8th. Uh, 2020, I said, you know what, I'm going to click on that go live button in front of the camera and showcase some overlays and some stuff I'm doing. It came with text overlays and stuff like that. And it went well, you know, it, I felt really good about myself, but there was a particular, uh, you know, a person by the name of officially unofficial that was on that live stream and uh, left, left uh, a message, a, a, a comment on the live stream saying, um, hey, I'm a fellow student of Bradley Vincent as well, because I, you know, I was inspired by Bradley Vincent, and that's how it got me into like designing overlays and stuff like that. So two days later, uh, somebody shared officially on officials live stream in the group, and I click on it, and I see this beautiful woman in front of me, you know, and the connection was there from the right, right there. The right wires there. almost like <laughs> exploded, <laughs> you know. And then fast forward to. Uh, January 2021, we got to know a little bit, each other a little bit better more. You know, we're involved in clubhouse groups and things of that nature because clubhouse was like the thing around that time, mm -hmm. right? And there was a time where you were working on an official unofficial show mm -hmm. and you, you just wanted some feedback on particular overlays, yes. lower thirds. Mm -hmm. And then you were like, and I was like, hey, we can do this in Ecamm, mm -hmm. right? And then we just got an Ecamm and we just started doing things just like out of the box where we're grouping the overlays together and we are assigning animations to it. And then we just like, whoa, <laughs> our minds were blown. And we're like, we have to share this information right now. Let's just go live together and share this with the community. Right. And that was it. And that was it. And then it's just like, we just blew so many minds that around that time. Mm -hmm. Right. And then one thing led to another. Next thing you know, we're talking with uh, ECAM marketing and, uh, we're doing shows together. Yeah. It has the power of experimentation. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. I, I, I can't believe, I didn't realize that you two had met through Ecamm as well. So that's amazing. <laughs> Just show, the Ecamm family side of things it is, is amazing. And I think experimenting with and fiddling around with things is so important, isn't it? And, and you, you know, Fulgens, you just press the go live button. Like, how did you feel just before pressing that button? Did you feel, did you feel nervous? Like, how, how were you feeling? What was going through your mind? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then thankfully what helped with me, what helped me is the inspiration during the Vlogmas period. There were some particular people just drilling it in. Be yourself, just be you, and the rest will come. And if, if someone likes how you present yourself, be you being yourself, you'll be good to go. If they don't like it, there's other there's other creators for somebody to view, right? So I took the deepest breath before clicking that go live button. <laughs> and then if we go back and play that video, you could actually literally hear me take another deep sigh before I say anything. Yeah, <laughs> but the, the thing is that you thing. do it so smoothly that nobody will notice it because you don't go like yeah. a big sigh. You just go like very nice, like a nice calm breath and in and out, right? Like nobody will notice it. If, even if you go back and check that out, nobody will notice this thing, Mr. Smooth. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I was, that's, I was, that's I funny. No, well, I'm glad you said no. that. Makes makes us all feel better. 
but I think like that kind of like highlights two things, like br- the the power or the importance of breathing. Like, <laughs> breathe, breathe. If you're nervous, like breathing is really important, and and also the importance of a safe space. So you went live, you in presumably in the ecom community, or you'd seen everyone going live and look. This is okay. It's okay to be you. So a lot of people when they go live for the first time, they're just so worried about being judged and making a mistake and. That was less of an issue for you because you were doing it in a safe place, which is which is cool. So yeah, and, and just thankful for like the supportive community. And then Anna was on that stream also being very supportive. And that made me feel better. And it's like, it's just like instantly, it's just like the moment that you know they just start connecting with you, they join you live, is the support was just there mm-hmm. automatically, you know. So that was great. Mm-hmm. And it and it is a, a feel-good moment. And then after that, I was like, you know what? This isn't so bad after all. And I just got more used to going live more often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That That's cool. I, I'm just looking at the comments. We've got some um, fabulous comments here. We've got Jeff C is in the house. Great to see you, Jeff. Hope you're doing well. Ecamm is amazing. Yes, we agree with you. Uh, there are other live video tools available, just to let you know, but we we obviously love Ecamm Live on this show. Uh, Micah Flemons is here watching on YouTube. Good morning, viewers. Uh, great to see you. Jeff is saying, I still feel nervous. It's pushing through the nerves. That is the key. And I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I still get nervous too. I think it's i think the thing is it's like turning that those nerves into excitement so it's turning that that fear and turning it into excitement um so yeah anna how about you when was your what was your first live experience can you remember it and how did it go okay so yeah my first so i have my own show that's called officially unofficial tv that i produce and is um around mental health issues and helping uh parents uh, navigate through the parenting skills and all that great stuff and um, I went live during the pandemic to help out all the parents who were stuck with stuck with their children, right? And the things that we should do and things like that. And still now to this day, I still get nervous clicking that go live button. It has not gone away. I just have learned to manage it. And so, but once we are in, it's just like the anxiety of clicking the live button and going live. And then once you're in it, you're like, that's it. I mean, like, there's nothing else I can do. We just push through. So it's like, it goes, it goes that way. And so it, it felt like I, said, I felt anxious before. And then during it, it was, it was okay. Cause now I was already there. I was delivering a message. And at that point it turned into my viewers and not so much on me concentrating on like, mm. oh my gosh, me. It was just delivering the message to my viewers. That's amazing. I think we could have so done with you. I didn't realize about your show when the kids were climbing the walls and we were trying to homeschool them. (laughs) We could have done with you. But like, I think in your case, Anna, a lot of people, what they need to do is get themselves out of the way and focus on their audience. That is why you're going live. You're not going live for you necessarily. It's for Mm -hmm. your audience. And I think in your case, this was something that was so important for your audience. Do you think that that really helped you because you knew this was... Uh, really valuable to your audience. Uh, and so you could get out the way and, and focus on your audience. Do you think that helped? Yes, definitely. Definitely it helped because once I, I, I pushed through it and I did my introduction of myself and what the show is going to be about, it was all about, okay, this is it. I'm going to help you out. So having a goal uh, in, in moving that and just not taking like, okay, what are they going to think of me? At that point, that's it. Right? You have content, you prepare for your content, and you have a goal to deliver that to your viewers. And then they receive in it, 
nicely and and then commenting back how this is helping them out that is just that is just the best so it just keeps you know it it keeps making it easier yeah definitely Mm -hmm. definitely thank you for that uh katie simpson is uh here and says one fine day and the rest is history Totally. (laughs) Absolutely. So before we get on to engagement and branding, which is the main subject of the show, I do love to ask my guests this because everyone has like a different answer to this. Why for you guys, why do you embrace live video? Why do you keep doing it? What's, what's the point? Mm -hmm. You want to go? Um, for me and you know, maybe it's the same for you is the live engagement, the the live, the real time experience, right? There's nothing else Mm -hmm. like it, right? And, you know, there's one thing to create like a perfectly pre-recorded production, right? But when you're live, anything goes, it's not scripted. Of course, there's planning and there's like, you know, content planning and preparation, all those things like that. But in terms of how you're presenting yourself, it's just like, you know, you're just being yourself, you're on camera and you're talking to your audience Mm -hmm. and engaging with them in real time. Of course, you can do like premieres and interact with them in the chat room, but that's there's nothing too. like, yeah, yeah, that's fun too. But yeah. but just the real-time interaction, the real-time engagement, uh, you know, and it's different from people catching the replay and then mm-hmm. trying to go back and having them comment and interacting with them that way. But mm-hmm. you're there with them real time. And that also creates a FOMO moment too, right? So like people miss out on it. Too. Yeah. Sorry, he should have been here. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> For me, it's the same. It's the same. It's, yeah. it's the the adrenaline to of, of all of the you don't know what's going to happen on a live show. And that for me is very thrilling to uh, kind of like, okay, what's going to happen today? Uh, is ever going to be a mute? Or are we, you know, like, are the people going to be um, uh, coming up with new for, new ideas for us to try later? Uh, are we, what are we going to learn today? So it's, it's a teaching moment the entire time. And for me, that's really, really exciting. Right. And, and it also it helps you n- uh, not take yourself too seriously also. Mm-hmm. Because like, for example, last Friday morning on our um, building block show, we were talking about like symptoms that you get when you go live, right? Because maybe this replaced like kind of like the nerves or it's kind of like counteracting the nerves. Like we get sweaty. Right? Like, <laughs> Your I'm nose so, is not I'm running. Sweaty. It's st- I'm starting to feel like a little bit of runny nose. And I'm like, why am I, why is my nose running whenever I get live? Had this been a pre-recorded session or something like that, I think we would have been totally fine, right? But the moment you go live, you click that live button, you start to get all these symptoms, right? But you can't help just to, you know, make light of it. You know, you have no choice. You can't let it ruin the stream right yeah so, so you just you just like now have to come up with a nice and smooth way of wiping your nose when right. it's dripping yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i'm trying to think if anything happens to me you've got me thinking I, I at the end of my broadcast i think i was saying this uh in in the chat on your last show i i usually feel really quite tired and i have to lie down because i i've I've just given so much. And I remember this, like I trained as a professional singer and I remember the same thing. I got this high, like I was so excited. And then I'd like, I'd, my energy levels would just then drop afterwards because I'd given so much. So yeah, it is, it is, it is weird, isn't it? Uh, Jeff is saying uh, there is nothing else like live to connect with people across the world. So I, I love what you say. Now, uh, well, for me, one of the advantages in going live is like I'm a recovering perfectionist, and so one of the reasons I love live is that I can 
I, it's never going to be perfect. So I actually get the stuff done when I wrote blogs or when I did pre-recorded video. I could never actually finish this, the thing because I was trying to get it to be perfect. Whereas with this, I'm going to be stumbling over my words. I'll make mistakes, but I'm getting the content done, which is really important. You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Looks like it's time for something completely nutty. engagement and comments and we've got some amazing people watching live and it's great to see the comments coming through you obviously you need to have people watching you live how do we boost the number of people watching us not that we need to get hundreds and hundreds of people i think you can still have a great time with with a small number of people commenting but have you got any tips on how do we actually get the people on our watching our live show in the first place yeah i feel it's about community I feel if you have your, a community and you're building trust and you're uh, are there to support community members and also, you know, aside from that, um, have your own channels and promote your content on your channels as well. And if it's something that resonates with people and they come in, then you give them exactly what you're saying that you're going to give them, right? So if I'm going to say, hey, today we're going to give you three tips for you to get through the day after your children come home from school. Right. So when they come and they go, you know what, I want to see that. And then when they come to the broadcast, you are actually going to give them those three tips. Right. And that's yeah. how you start building trust. So when they are talking about those tips with their friends, which is going to happen, or they're uh, posting about it on, on social media, they say, yeah, I went to this place and they talked about this and it was great. So you're building credibility in your community and then outside on your channels and then they take it somewhere else. And then have, that's how you start bringing in people, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. What about you? Yeah, no. And also, as the cliche goes, if you build it, they will come, right? Mm -hmm. So just do it. Just go live. Just do it, right? Because you could start off with zero and one. Mm -hmm. And listen, you know, don't let that defeat you, right? Don't let that be a defeating moment. Just continue to be consistent and continue to get better at your craft. And you will, and you will in return, you will start to build your community, build your tribe. Mm -hmm. mm, no, I love that. It, it, it's it's slightly unfortunate that Facebook and YouTube and all the live channels, they give you this big number on the top left hand side. And sometimes that can be put, putting, put you off. Like it's either going to be like too high and you go, oh my goodness, like there's a hundred people watching me. Or it's like one or zero and you think nobody no, loves me. Not for real, but, but to that Ian, for like I, you know how the stream deck, you can add your your viewers count or on the uh, Ecamm, it, the window, it presents. I'm like, Fulgence, I don't want to see that count. I don't want to see the count on that. I just want to deliver, like if I was delivering to like one person who was going to listen because one person can turn into three, four, five, because, you know, they will talk about you and all of a sudden your show or your message is delivered to hundreds of people that you don't even know. Right. So they will come that way and you're making an impact, even though you're not seeing it. Right. So yeah. being aware of that, the number 
at that point, at the beginning, doesn't really matter. Now, if you're trying to say, oh, I got to get these numbers because I'm trying to get this brand deal. I'm trying to bring this in. At that point, you get those those recordings and that information and you start just going out there and just, hey, I, I got to get people. I got to get viewers in here. And then you're worried about that part at that time. But for me, when I first started in the pandemic, I did get some great viewers. Sometimes I even get just like five, 10 viewers and I'm still okay with it afterwards on the replay. I push that out. So yeah. my replay value is, is actually higher than my, on my show than my um, live viewers yeah. count. Yeah, that's a good point too, because uh, I remember when I was doing consistent lives in uh, throughout the month of January and doing several like five hour streams, mm. you know, uh, the people I would stream with would just kind of like just make a live situation because like we would see there are like two people on Facebook and we're like, oh, it's you and I, right? But, <laughs> but we'll just like have a good time and chat and just have fun mm -hmm. right and and then that content can be used like you said to repurpose it mm -hmm. and things of that nature right mm -hmm. but eventually eventually it catches on and and people take a liking to what you're doing and yeah. then you start to build your community you start to build your following but um there's so many different ways to just make light of the situation mm -hmm. even though, like you know like when there's like nobody watching and then you have like awkward silence you know this is like the sound effects you could play the cricket sound effect and everything just make fun of it you know and then it just becomes a normal thing <laughs> but but the, all the, the the thing about it too i and, and this might might lead into the branding aspect of it you're you're consistent with your live streams and you show up given the message all the time with whatever it is that aesthetically you're going to you know portray that you feel good about and then other people will see it for for me personally for my brand um there were people who saw the replay and then reached out to me and asked me, hey, how can I get my show that I want to do like yours? And then I will help them build the studio. I will help them with graphics. I taught them how to use Egam or they come and we produce for them. And this is all with like a count of like a, a show, live show of three or five and then the replay. That's where that person got in yeah. there. Yeah. And we have gotten many other deals on that based yeah, on that sure. that's amazing yeah so like don't look at the number it's probably not good for your mental mental health uh, and it's and there's so many other factors there's the replay of course and uh jeff is saying repurposing lives is super important people see your great guests and content and want to come to be a part and like jeff is the master of this if you see uh, his twitter and facebook and everywhere that you get these little snippets of, of the show and you think oh wow that was really interesting i wonder like wh when is it i want to watch it next time but you want to create community and uh, that was what you said right at the start steve says this totally agree build community first and while you are going live so i think I, the bigger brands seem to be guilty of this more than the smaller ones but I've, I've seen it across the board they go live and they ignore the comments they ignore the people watching them live and so don't do that you know involve your community so we've got people watching us live how can we then boost our engagement? And this is one of the things we were talking about when we were uh, discussing uh, about what we could talk about on this show. You were, you were talking about tips and tricks to boost our engagement. Um, so I'm just really interested in some of your ideas on this. So, so yeah, take it away. <laughs> and with, with that said, like, it's something that you just said, and then something I was thinking at the same time when you asked us, why do we like to go live, prefer going live, mm -hmm. is the community engagement 
in the comments, right? So mm -hmm. like making sure that your audience is seen and feels seen and you hear them and you acknowledge them. Like, you know, Steve Worthy comes on the show. Hi, Steve Worthy, I, I acknowledged you, right? And the beauty of Ecamm is that you're able to bring, pull those comments on, on the screen, right? Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's so fun. And that's actually fun and it's engaging. It's actually fun for us too, it is. right? To actually like to like have the audience participating in your mm -hmm. stream and you're able to like have a comment up here and bring the comment on the screen as well and interact mm -hmm. with it even further. Yeah. And it's the, uh, the comments are because that's where you start building your community, right? You're still like, they're, they're feeling acknowledged. They're feeling validated. Hey, I came in, they saw me. Sometimes when the comments are too fast, you can't really see it. So that's a, that's when I, for example, for Facebook and the community, you can get back to it mm -hmm. and then acknowledge them and, and engage with the comments if you didn't get a chance because they are people and they have lives. So they're coming to your show and they're taking time out of their day to come and spend a couple of minutes with you, sometimes an hour. That is, I mean, that is a, something to appreciate, right? Because we are with our time, depending on what our lives is like, um, is is very um, time is very valuable, yeah. right? And yeah, and yeah, so, I, yeah. I, I just want to just sorry to butt in there, but I think that is such an important point. I just want to like reiterate that if you think about it. We, we're so, some people are like, we're all so like desperate to get people to watch our live shows. But if you think about it, like spending a whole hour out of their day, there were only 24 hours in a day. And of course, like a lot of those were sleeping, you know, they're spending a whole hour with you when they could be doing something else. That So we got, we must respect that time. And it's, it's, it's fun and exciting to have these people on. But I, I just thought that was, I mean, it's, it's kind of obvious, but so important. Thanks, Anna. Basically like for acknowledging the audience, like mm -hmm. acknowledge your audience should be like, mm, like one of the top ones there. Yeah. Yeah. And then another one is like something that may, it's kind of like a reiterating on what we, what we were mentioning before, uh, is to like accept, expect and accept when like mistakes or mishaps happen, right? For example, you know, if we're muted or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, if there's a fly in the room or something like that, right? <laughs> it's one thing to like make light of it, you know, if you're going to uh, mention something like that or if a audience member points it out like, hey, you guys are on mute, right? You know, and we can correct the situation, but just move on, right? It's mm -hmm. like, you know, don't let it beat you over the head. Like, oh my God. How could this happen? Like, you know, I, we were we're muted and 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 you know, people will notice that. You know, like they, you make that too obvious, and you kind of let it get in the way of the the stream the stream itself, mm -hmm. and you let it get in the way uh, of the connection you have with your audience because you're spending so much time on this issue versus you know focusing on your content. Yeah, and and you can make it a uh, a teachable moment at a time, and yes. they th that will make them trust you even more. That it's okay, right? Like it's uh, so. Yeah, you're a mute. How many times have you been muted, right? How many times have you been <laughs> mute? Yes. So it's like something that you can turn into Engage, an engagement. Engagement, yeah, you know, and it's great seeing like uh, when it happens to us, and you know, for example, like during the vlogmas uh, period, right, when mm -hmm. people were um, streaming and they were, you know, talking about their takeaways and lessons learned and you know, something like that, me will have to them. And they were like, it even happens to Anna and Folgers. Like, oh yeah, it does. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> it happens to anybody, you know, it happens to the best of us. So, we just know, live yeah. thinking. Yeah, just embrace those moments, <laughs> embrace those moments. Well, I think you learn a lot, don't you, when things go wrong. I, in, I think I've got to the stage where I actually, I wouldn't say I like when things go wrong, but I, I like what I've learned from it. We'll put it that way, because then I can... 
like the the system I've got now, like for example, if if my cam- my camera sometimes decides to switch off, so I've now got a layer underneath it of my second camera. So if that turns off, then I I can immediately turn to my left camera. I think I've learned along the way. I, I've learned that if things go wrong, then it's another thing that I can tweak to my whole system and and also it just shows that you're real and like i think we're i'm sure you find this too when you watch like pre-recorded video where everyone on the video is like super perfect and it's been clipped and edited i don't know like it just feels like robotic and and sometimes a bit boring i find this particularly on instagram stories i just want to i want to connect with the real person i want to Mm -hmm. feel like i'm actually connecting with a human being so i think that's I mean, how important is that when it comes to engagement on a, on a live show? Oh, for sure. It's really important. You just yeah. have to, you know, be yourself, be real mm. and, and connect with them at that level. Because, it, I mean, pre-recorded content has its own, uh, you know, its own category. So yeah. it's just, just there are certain things that are, you know, pre-recorded and there's, you know, staged meaning because you have to plan the whole thing right the whole segment um and on live you also have to plan the segments but it's more free things happen but when you're recording and something happens you're gonna pause that (laughs) you're gonna redo it again until you get it like the way you want to and that's where it comes like coming out as perfect and all of these yeah and then you made a good point ian about some of them like uh being seeming like they're robotic but also some of them seem like very like uh, cookie cutter. Oh, it's like we, we muted ourselves by accident. Some of them seem like a very like cookie cutter or like a following a particular template, you know. And mm-hmm. and that's the beauty also of like being live because it's organic, right? Yeah. You don't have those uh, luxuries, if you will, of 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 following a cookie cutter template. So you know, or, uh-huh. um, what would have happened? So let's go for this, right? So we were live, and there was this fly just freaking out like it was just like on the lens on the lens the it, went, whole thing. It, went, it went inside of the light box like behind the diffuser yeah and we were live <laughs> so we're like you know what and then all of a sudden the fly turned into this huge engagement where it, it leaked out of the the stream and then after days after days there were people were talking about the fly yeah but bring it back to pre-record it yeah. we would have stopped that we would have killed the fly Edit come back yeah. yeah so yeah is, I, That's I, a good I, point. Mm-hmm. And we'd we'd yeah. miss the whole story of the fly. That would be so sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this thing turned into a, this thing turned into something else, Ian. I'm telling wow. you, like there were fly puns, and uh, <laughs> there's a there's a there's a um, someone in our community, Keith Pelzer. He has what's called like the bug assault gun. It's like a salt gun that you could kill flies with. I ended up buying one. You and only used it like two times because the flies learned their lesson. They stopped coming <laughs> after I bought the I bought the salt gun. Oh. But then. Keith, Keith then in return created more content out of that. So he created a, 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 a he did a, a, a video featuring the gun and featuring a picture of me with the salt gun and stuff like that. And it just this thing spilled into like what like two weeks of content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just oh, that's that so stream. funny. <laughs> there is, I think it's the horror. There is a horror movie called The Fly, isn't there? Not, a, I don't think oh I've seen God. it. Oh my god! <laughs> you probably classic. have seen it. Yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think it, it doesn't he kind of 
of like c- combines with a, a fly or something and it, it becomes like a, this massive human fly. Anyway, let's not yeah. talk about that. But <laughs> like, so I think that's great. And, you know, to embrace the mistakes and, and you know, laugh at yourself. Laughter is so important. And I, that's one of the, the, the things that I love about your show. You're always laughing and having fun. And we need a bit of that in our lives, I think, <laughs> a lot of the time, particularly during the pandemic we did. Other things that we can do... Uh, as well as that, you know, for example, questions for some of the big, bigger conferences, bigger virtual events. What we've done is we've put uh, questions on the screen, particularly at the beginning to get engagement. So with a little countdown timer and we can you know, ask questions like that. So are there any any tips like, I don't know, I don't know whether those are probably like silly examples, but are there any other things that we could do um, to kind of like help with engagement or to have fun uh, on our live shows? Yeah, definitely. Just uh, uh, current event or games, playing games or talking about current events, events that relate to you and your show and your viewers, because you got to know about your viewers. You got to know your viewers to know what kind of jokes it will be re- well received with them or what kind of uh, um, current events you can bring to their, you know, to the table yeah. when you are with them. But one of the things for, for us, because Fulgens is from Haiti and I'm from the Dominican Republic. So, but even though we're like neighbors, there are different, there are different things that we, that we do different. What is that called? A different, it's not culture. I mean, different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Different things, right? Different so for things. example, for example, <laughs> um, I, we were getting ready for the show and we were just talking it over and stuff like that. And then it comes to me, I'm talking about a spoon and I'm like, Hey, Fulgens, so do you break ice with a spoon? And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you know, like get a, a block of ice and break it with a spoon. And he's like, no, we used to pick. And I'm like, what is a pick? So he's like, he's using a pick to break the ice and I used a spoon to break the ice. So he was a little bougie over there. And me, I just was resourceful. I need a spoon and I break that ice. So he's like, nah, other people don't do that. So we brought it to the, to the live that same day. And we say, okay, how many of you break the eyes, literally, right? With a spoon or with a pick. And that was another one that went pretty well yeah, for engagement. Yeah, yeah, people went live eating rice with spoons and all kind of stuff after that. <laughs> that was another one though, yeah, because I eat one. rice with a spoon and Fulgen sees it with a fork. Yeah. So we're like, how many of you eat rice with a spoon? Yeah. And that created something. But like there's so much you can do, uh, you know, uh, with engagement. engagement but wait, uh, but wait. Uh, Ian, do you eat rice with a spoon <laughs> or with a fork? Well, what we are we talking about? Like, what kind of dish would this be? Like a savory rice. dish? So not like a, like not a, like rice pudding. Not a, Yeah. So it'd be, it would be a fork. Yeah. You have a fork, you see? So you're a fork <laughs> rice eater. I am a spoon rice eater. Unless it was, unless it was like Chinese. And because I don't like, I'd love to like do uh, chopsticks, but I just can't. So like sometimes I will have a spoon with, with Chinese. Does that kind of okay. count? <laughs> if we're getting really specific now. <laughs> you did ask, you did ask. Yeah. So- um, no, I was going to say like, it's so, there's so much you can do with uh, engagement questions. So for example, with uh, Ecamm, we like to do like Ecamm trivia. So people know about the software and, you know, mm-hmm. like different controls and, commands and everything like that so you know and then if they did not know you know that's a good learning experience for them mm-hmm. and that could be with any any software that someone is using right like it could be with Streamyard because yep. I'm pretty sure there's like different controls for Streamyard and you know you could use do Streamyard trivia you know so that is a really good engagement thing mm-hmm. and, uh, 
you know, so there's so yeah. many different ways. Yeah. And, 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 and what we do is like, we like to just use the, the text overlays in Ecamm, you know, just to, to lay out our questions and our mm-hmm. colors and everything like that. Just like uh, Ian just showed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, in fact, I think I I got some inspiration from you guys from the, those countdown timers. I haven't really used them yet, but it's just something that I thought, yeah, I, I think just asking questions and getting some involvement is good. And if you've got a budget with this, you could even do a giveaway as well. Um, so that's something something fun if you have some merch or doesn't even it doesn't even have to be something physical. It could be something that you can uh, like free consultation or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, this Katie Katie's saying saying some great things here. So Katie says, embrace the mistakes. Luria Petrucci says, embrace your flaws too, and don't be yeah. a cookie cut- cutter. And I think this is hilarious. Uh, Katie also says, don't kill the fly when live, but do when pre-recorded. <laughs> <laughs> great takeaway. Great takeaway. That is that is great. I think <laughs> I think. We need that as a t-shirt. I think we definitely do. Uh, The Futurist watching on YouTube says, great show, man. And um, Katie is saying on YouTube, Anna and Fulgens made a cool BRB scene for Ecamm fam. So I'll be be right back. Yeah. So, oh, yes. So let's, I think that's a good, a good, um, good moment to move on to the whole branding side of things. Because you do amazing things like, uh, because Ecamm Live is amazing, um, and all live tools have their pros and cons, but they 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 never do like everything. But you managed to kind of out of Ecamm Live do some like crazy things, like crazy things, like with kind of weird characters and stuff like that. And I I think one of the important things about branding, would you not agree, uh, is that we it's it sets you apart and. Uh, if people are like going down the feed and Facebook and things like that, if you can stop them in the feed because you're doing something that's different or it looks more professional or cool, then that's a good thing. But tell us a little bit more about like why we should be bothered with branding and then kind of tell us a little bit more about what you look at and what you focus on and on your live shows. Yeah. So we should be, just like you mentioned, Ian, um, having someone, you know, stop at your feed, stop at your show because you're doing something different. So when they're first scrolling, the audio is off. They can't see anything. So it's all going to be all about visuals, right? So once they click on the visual, then you got the audio. So you make sure you get that there, right? But um, the visuals, if everything is looking the same, you know, that they see and it's just the same the same layouts, the same, you know, for example, where there, it was a trend that the background had to be kind of busy and animated and things like that. That's something that people at the beginning would be like, oh my gosh, it looks so great. And then they will continue to see the same thing. And it's like, okay, I already see that. Let me see something else. So if you're looking at that trend and you're seeing that everybody's doing it, that's the time for you to do something different. That's the time for you to try something different because they have already seen all the flashy and all the going on or whatever it is, whether it is a static or minimalistic, if that's the trend, then you go the opposite way with a little twist, right? So you can add it and then a little twist. And that is when they are looking at you, if that's what you do, is that is that is what your branding is trying to do something different and look different than what's happening out there. They will say, say, let me see what's going on with, for example, Anna and Fulgence. Let's see what they're doing because they're usually doing things differently, 
right? So then that's your branding. So then when people want to see something different, they're going to be like, okay, let me go to so-and-so. Let me go to Adam Folgers. Let me try some other person. And then that's when you establish yourself as like, okay, let's go for it. So yeah. And again, it's like stepping away from the the cookie cutter-ness, mm -hmm. right? Because um, everybody, you know, well, not everyone, but their particular there are particular templates or particular overlays that you see and everyone's using the same thing mm -hmm. or they're downloading the same ones where this is your opportunity to make it your own mm -hmm. with your own, you know, your branded colors and, you know, your customized lower thirds and just, and, and it's, it's like, you're, you're the brand, you're the message, but now here's your chance to amplify your message by making something look like it's part of your own right yeah. yeah and that's something that we do a lot of building blocks when we're designing we design uh, a template and then we the with an ecamm this is why it's so cool for yeah. us and it's so flexible because you can brand it with your colors you can bring in your logo and place your logo any other mm -hmm. place that you want to it doesn't have to be the way we deliver it or the way we designed it you can take and change the colors you can move the shapes from one into another you don't have to go to canva to do that or you don't have to buy a new template to change that you can move the camera overlay and just make it your own make it that it, it it says it's you you know your branding is you is it what you like is it, is it are you going for minimalistic are you going for for edgy are you going for um anti-design whatever right. it is right you make it your own and this is why we teach at building blocks how you can just manipulate the design right and uh, sometimes like we'll have some designs that will make free on our buy me a coffee and people will download it and like for example if we upload it with uh just standard blue and white, for mm -hmm. example, right? And you just see how different it looks when, you know, depending on how each person customizes it to their own brand mm -hmm. or to their own type of show, you know, like there's somebody who was on a show in cryptocurrency and they added like, right. you know, some like emojis to, you know, um, imitate the stock market. And, mm -hmm. you know, there's somebody who does like stuff that's in, in the Caribbean and he, he is like his colors are more vibrant and yeah. it just looks like a completely different Overlay. For real. It looks completely different because they branded, they took the template, but then they, they added their colors. They moved the, the, they, they replaced one thing that we had there for the crypto, like Fulgen said, and then another one replaced it with some colors that, that is for them and yeah. some emojis. So it's, is yeah, it's just about you and the way you want to show up. Yep. In your branding. Definitely. And I've got the buy me a coffee link there. Oh, I think that's the right one there. So I was, I was, uh, yeah, just looking, looking for it because uh, do check out um, Anna and Fulgen's Buy Me a Coffee link. It's buymeacoffee.com forward slash Anna and Fulgen's. And that's A-N-A -A, and then and and then F-U-L-J-E-N-S. Do, do check that. And of course, all the, the all of this will be in the show notes, which it will be at iag.me forward slash 164. So you do like... I think we need to get into the like the nitty gritty here. Like, what uh, can you tell us? Like, some of the stuff that you um, that you actually do in eCam, and may maybe you can share us some practical examples because uh, I know you got eCam. You're using eCam at the moment, so maybe you can tell us some of the kind of things that we can do to stand out. Yeah, for example, so maybe we should we can just show that the, like the ENN. Okay. Yeah. So we're we have we have a particular scene here for our eCam network news. So that's what we use every Monday night in the Ecamm Live channel. And this is what it looks like if this. 
Yeah. Oh, this is actually uh this is like an actually that's an older the, an yeah, older that's version. that's because that's yeah. we're on the other profile. Okay. But this is good it's, this is good too. We're showing this, but yeah. he wants to go elaborate. Let's, Please let's... hold. <laughs> <laughs> is it the one uh, ENN? This mm -hmm. one? Okay. Mm -hmm. So we'll just show this one a most recent one here. We're changing profiles. All right. So this looks more like it, and we'll go to the main scene here, right? So this is what you can do, right? And you know, at first glance, you would think that you know the, this is a template that was brought in or pre-designed in like on a Canva or Kino. But these are all text boxes. Yeah, and, and you, you uh, might want to yeah, if you just like want to explain what's on the screen just for podcast listeners, because this is like yeah. this is amazing because this is not, not. I don't think you've used Canva. This is all text. Is that right? And and all, uh, maybe there's a name. Yeah, so maybe explain yeah. what's on the screen and and how it's all uh, put together. Right. So for those who are listening in, if you're familiar with like you know the 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 designs that you would see on the news, right? Uh, let's say rectangles and shapes, and you have like text that's on those rectangles. Like let's say you're watching CNN or uh, NBC or whichever, whatever, whatever your news of choice is. You know, so we actually have a lower third that you know looks like you're on the news. And, you know, these are rectangles that, you know, we're using that, you know, we just created these rectangles inside of Ecamm, right? And we also also have text overlays, right? So on the text, we have welcome to ENN, Ecamm fan. We have our names and our titles and Ecamm Network News. And then also, too, with Ecamm, you have overlays such as the timer, uh, you know, so you could have a clock coming in. So right now it's showing 1150 a.m. Um, on uh, in our time zone, and we also had an uh, overlay for the weather. So we, you know, and uh, you also have a scrolling ticker. So you could add information and have it scroll at the bottom of the screen or anywhere on the screen that you want to. So the possibilities are endless here. Um, and for example, we can do something like this, right? We can make the text disappear. And if you want like a clear interface, so now we remove the rectangles and we left like one rectangle in the scrolling ticker to give it a different look, but to keep it on brand with the same colors and the same uh, design. Mm -hmm. And look at yeah. how, how different that looks and yeah. how simple. So we use this screen usually for comments. So we would just have just right. take that one rectangle, that one information off. And then we have this beautiful layout, just the same in yeah. the same scene, nonetheless. Yeah, that's a that's a great point because, like, you know, when we're when we're designing these templates and we and you know thinking about keeping staying on brand, but we also think about audience life, audience engagement. So when we have this like uh, elaborate news lower third here, it doesn't leave much room to bring the comments on the screen because we always want that element as part of our live shows. So we did another design here where uh, we removed that rectangle but kept the Ecamm Network news in the orange. And then now we have plenty of space on my side here to bring the comments um, right right below me. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm. No, that's that's great. And so are those like two different scenes or are they just different overlays that you're switching between? There are two, to make it easier, for, for us, it's two different scenes. Of course, you can do them in two different overlays and whatnot. But if you have them laid out in the scenes, it's a lot easier to navigate, especially when you know, you have, uh, you know, like different folders and, mm -hmm. and, and uh, text overlays going on. So to have them separate in different scenes is uh, a lot more user friendly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's that. That is cool. And so, you could do some of this in in a lot of uh, live video tools. You know, there are some 
web-based tools like StreamYard and Restream uh, are reasonably restrictive. There's Wave Video, you can do uh, a lot more. And there's also EVMux is a, uh, a new one, which gives you a lot more flexibility. But to be honest, if you want to do what Anna and Fulgens are doing, you need a tool like Ecamm. You, you can probably do it on uh, OBS and vMix. But obviously, we just love the, the flexibility and the, the, the creative side of what you can do in Ecamm. Um, so that, that's awesome. Now, the other things that, uh, so I think part of how you did that, am I right, is playing around with uh, transparent text backgrounds. And I know you played around with like special characters as well. Uh, so could you maybe just go through some of those ideas? And uh, I just love the way you just keep things really like super simple and you're doing everything within Ecamm and you're not having to load up Canva or dare I say Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that's how our, we ourselves, we go, okay, it, because we want to um, guide it towards beginners as well as advanced. So there have been some elaborate, elaborate designs made with text overlays from our community. We had a challenge that we did um, challenging the community to use text overlays to design. And there were some that were um, simple and there were other ones that holy mother of God, like he, we're like, what? Yeah. Like us ourselves, we're saying that. So it's basically text boxes. So because that's what the signs are, right? When you see the signs, they're shapes. Mm -hmm. So we just, you just, just stack shapes on top of each other, see what you like. So for example, yeah. if you see a news channel if you see your favorite show and you're like oh my gosh i like that overlay or I like that lower third you can just take a screenshot of it and then you go and you check what shapes is uh, are in there yeah right so if there's a rectangle thin line or circle or whatever now you go put in those together right so that's like reminds yeah. us of building blocks so when you're little and you're yeah. having all these things and they say put this shapes in here put them together yeah <laughs> and then the, the beauty of uh ecamm because I, I know other softwares do it but some software Softwares, particular softwares don't allow this is that when you type like let's say you just type the word text and then you uh, and then you put a, a text box around it and you could change the color of that box around it or the background right you could change the background color the beauty of ecamm is that that word text you can uh, just bring the opacity down to zero and make that font completely uh, transparent. And now you're just left with that box, you know? And that was basically the mind that blowing was moment. The mind was like, oh my God, we have a rectangle. <laughs> oh my God, we have a square. And then Ecamm lets you stretch it out and yeah. manipulate it however you want. It could basically fill up the entire screen, you yeah. know? So that is the beauty of uh, using um, the text boxes and the text overlays in addition to the emoji keyboard. Oh my gosh. Right, because the emoji so. keyboard it also, which is like native to, you know, your Mac OS, right? So the emoji keyboard also has, you know, have the standard emojis, but you also have the the wingdings and the bullet points and pictographs and everything like that. And they're just like a standard white color. You could change the color of them. Mm -hmm. You could stretch them around and you could add those to your lower thirds or to your designs, to your backgrounds and whatnot yeah. and animate them. Mm -hmm. Scrolling ticker flying from the left, flying from all different directions as well. You, yeah. can, you can absolutely create your design inside of Ecamm from you. For example, you buy Ecamm, for example, right? If you buy Ecamm today or just you're like, okay, let me try this. You can go on, open it up and start designing very easy just with putting the shapes together. Yeah. And then one of the things that we really emphasize is, you know, how you lower the opacity on the word 
text, we should we we encourage everyone to write what it is mm -hmm. so that and where it's gonna go. So for example, instead of text, you're gonna write lower third body, lower the opacity, because what that does is in the overlays panel, it shows you the name of why you're designing. So you if you have to switch layers, you know exactly where to go. Yeah. So that's like one of the main things and the most important thing because of the other um softwares I don't allow you to do that. It's to organize them yeah. in, the, in the folders, right? So now so in addition to Anna mentioned like you type in rectangle, you type in square and then make the shape and everything like that. So you know, okay, I want to change this white rectangle. Okay, it's the word rectangle here because that's what I named it, right? Mm -hmm. But you could also group them into folders. This way you can move them around. You could hide everything at once. It's so beautiful that you can organize these things and you're not so confused going back, trying to edit it. Or, you know, let's say we make a free design available for, you know, the community in mm -hmm. the Buy Me a Coffee. They know exactly where to go to change the colors, right? right? And make it their own mm -hmm. because it's mm -hmm. all organized in those folders and you can. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the, the, the beauty of that is like, these are not pro features, right? It's like, these are just like, right. Exactly. In the standard feature. Yeah. Because it's text overlays. Yeah. So it's like, you know, mostly when, when people first purchase the, the software, they do their, their names, which is what I, I used to do. Right. Just mm -hmm. do the name and then it's like, okay, so change the corners. All right. And that's all it wrote. Right. Yeah. That's it. But there's more to it than that, and it is on the standard version, just like yeah. It's all about mentioned. it's all about your creativity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so mm -hmm. also. But by the way, this show is not sponsored by Ecamm. We just love, <laughs> we just we just love it. Um, and uh, I, I also I'm doing like a really bad job of uh, looking at the comments, and I, I've just seen that Paul from Vancouver is here. Great to see you, Paul. Hope you're doing well. And uh, you're saying agree with this a hundred percent. I work in a crowded niche and have always sought uh, to differentiate. Definitely. And and Steve is also saying yes, indeed. I can confirm that Anna and Fulgens are the truth with custom overlays, and it is absolutely true because like you guys uh, were an have been an inspiration to me. I mean, if I go into live demo mode, I'll try and explain this to podcast listeners. But um, you inspired me to do this with with um, my, I've got all these folders now. Yes. And um, so I've got like, so what you can do in Ecamm, you can have at the top, you can have these, are, these uh, will appear on all, all scenes that you go on. So for example, I could, so uh, I don't know, I could put, a, so I've got the, the logo there or I could do a countdown. Let's do, actually, that's not a good example. Uh, a colored overlay. Let's look at some of these colored overlays. So I've got a full screen one. Let's do the red one there. And then if I change the yes. scene now, so if I go back to you, this will always um, appear there, um, which is cool. Now, how do I actually get rid of that? There we go. <laughs> and um, so actually organizing them in folders is really important, even when it comes down to cameras and, and overlays. And I felt so geeky doing this, but um, I just, it gave me, <laughs> it gave me so much joy. How sad is that? Yes. Uh, doing yes, that. It's like, it's like an, an excitement. It's like a, oh, what is it like a sense of calmness when you have everything organized? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah. kind of like the, uh, who is that? Is it Marie, Marie Kondo who comes and declutters your house? Is that, is that the, you know, that on, on Netflix? <laughs> it almost feels like it's, it's that, it's the, it's that method in, in Ecamm Live. I think, and it just, it does, when you go live, um, just the, knowing where everything is, it just does give you that sense of calm. And then you can focus mm -hmm. on what's really important. So yeah, I, 
we've talked about branding, engagement, and we've talked about organization. There's so much more that we could talk about, but the best thing I, I would recommend that you do is just to go and watch Anna and Fulgens on, on their shows. You, you've got two, two shows. The Building Blocks show is one that I, I particularly enjoy because you just like you spend a lot of time going into into the details and showing and you actually give practical examples of how you do this so maybe tell us how how can we find out um more about you where can we follow you and stalk you in a nice way on the socials and on youtube and everywhere uh, and uh, find out more about you yes absolutely so uh on youtube you can find us at for our building block streams every friday morning at 9 a.m or you can just check out all of our, our playlists of all of our tutorials that are available that's youtube.com slash Anna and Fulgence, right? And if you want to dive deeper and join our Facebook community, search for the Facebook group, Anna and Fulgence on Facebook. This way you can go live anytime that you want, ask questions, design your lower thirds and things of that nature and interact. You know, so we're, we're, we're a family oriented mm -hmm. uh, Facebook community. And, you know, we also on Instagram at Anna and Fulgence as well. Mm -hmm. And as Ian mentioned, we have our Buy Me and Coffee dot com slash on unfolds and then if you if you still need to find more stuff out you can go to on mondays at 7 p.m eastern standard time we are on the uh, ecam network on linkedin on youtube and on the facebook community ecam live and that's where we update on what's happening in the community what ecam has coming up in terms of master classes um events whether we're gonna when the next meetup is gonna be mm -hmm. and things like that so yes. yeah. and that's every monday night at uh 7 p.m eastern standard time mm -hmm. Which is which is great. I'll, I I'd probably be in bed at that time, but you can <laughs> always watch the replay, which is great. Uh, awesome. Well, thank you so much uh, for all of that. There's yeah, but you'll just have to come back on the show uh, because like there's so much we more will. we can talk we'll about. Um, well, thank you so much, Anna and Fulgence. It's been great to have you on. But that is it for this week. Uh, as I said, next week. We're embracing Web 3.0, the metaverse, NFTs, cryptocurrency. What on earth has that got to do with business and marketing and live video? Why should we bother with this? Is this like the emperor's new clothes? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about. And um, I'm excited about uh, looking at that with you. And I'd love to know what you think about all of that. But that is it for this week. And until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority, and profits to the power of live video see you soon bye thanks for listening to the confident live marketing podcast with ian anderson gray make sure you subscribe at iag.me forward slash podcast so you can continue to level up your impact authority and profits through the power of live video and until next time toodaloo